With us this evening, we have Trudy Brookman, who's a well-known consumer attorney based here in Cape Town, and she recently put out a newsletter um, featuring her views on um, prescribed debt, among other things, and I thought it would be opportune to get her on the show with us tonight and talk a little bit about, about this, a little bit more about this. Hello, Trudy. Hi, Wendy. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for being available to chat to us on a Sunday evening. Could you please start by explaining what the Prescription Act says and how the National Credit Act as well protects consumers from being hounded to pay debts which are older than three years? Sure, Wendy. I'm going to do it in simple terms because reading that Reading the, oh. the act is, is uh, a challenge even for a lawyer. <laughs> wow, and particularly for lay people, yes. Yes. So prescription is the lapsing of debt. When I say lapsing, I mean the the fact that that debt can't be um, uh, can't be relied on by the creditor anymore in mm. order to collect it. So, um, so, sorry, the point being of what I remember, it's sort of a, the act was a balancing act between protecting the rights of the consumer and the, and the creditor. So they were, they, it was to encourage them to collect within three years and not to let the debt accumulated, accumulate with costs and interest. And then after five years, come to the poor consumer and say, now you owe 25,000 rand or whatever, to make them actually collect within three years. Is that Was that my understanding correct? Exactly. Right. Yes, okay. I understand it the same way. The purpose is to provide certainty so right. that you can't be ambushed as a consumer. Mm. You had completely forgotten about this thing um, and now there's a sort of a lifetime persecution by your creditors. No, creditors must act fast. They must do it within three years if they want to collect the debt. Otherwise, the law says, sorry, the window has, has closed. You snooze, you lose. Um, Exactly, right. exactly. So um, a prescription, in other words, the slapsing of debt, applies only to debts. <laughs> so one has various other rights and obligations in life. Um, if it's not a debt, it can't prescribe. There are also certain types of, of debts, uh, such as home loans and monies owed to SARS, for example, that unfortunately cannot prescribe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> TV license <laughs> even, that catches a lot of people. Hasn't it prescribed? And I go, sorry, it's state-related debt. It doesn't prescribe for 30 years. Yeah. Yes. yes. Right. Um, So the, let's say, exception to the three-year rule is that prescription doesn't apply if you make, or it's it's interrupted. Yes. If you make a payment toward the debt or you admit to the creditor that, yes, you, you owe that money, or if the creditor sues you. So the interruption, if you pay the debt or you admit uh, that you that you do owe it. Yes, and shame, a lot that of people don't. Starts again. Yeah, they say things yeah. like, um, yes, when I get a job or when I, you know, in a little, whenever, uh, next month or three months' time, I will pay. And that's taken as whoops, promise to pay, admission of the debt, and sorry, yeah. you've you've just blown away your, your defense of prescription, which is sad. Yes. Very sad. So we don't encourage people to lie, but sometimes you can just keep stum. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Good advice. Right. And which, I mean, I don't feel, um, you know, I, I think it's fair enough advice because, as we've said, you know, the Prescription Act was, was, was devised to protect consumers against uh, creditors or debt collectors um, not collecting in good time and then coming at them with the original amount that's been um, padded uh, by several years of interest and cost. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Honestly, prescription is one of those silver bullets that lawyers can use to get you completely off the hook under certain circumstances. Okay. So you need to understand the circumstances. So we say, yeah, as we said, um, the, the pre- prescription is interrupted if you make a payment or, or you admit. So don't make a, if you if you can't do it, don't make that payment yes. and don't admit and keep under the radar for the three years. Um However, if the creditor sues you, in other words, if you get a court summons, Mm, then that permanently interrupts the prescription and then you can't rely on the three-year period anymore, then uh, you need to to make another plan, uh, try and reach a settlement with a a creditor. Um, or, or just make the payment, beg, borrow, or steal. So, so um, as soon as you've got a, an actual court summons that has been delivered by the um, by the sheriff of the uh-huh. court. How um, often does that happen, some, though? I mean, oh, sorry, I know what you're going to say. Some people don't do it by the genuine process and just hit you with paperwork that supposed to look like it's a, it's a summons. Exactly. You get a thing that says yeah. notice before summons or the mm. thing emailed to you. That's, a, that's probably not a proper summons. Mm. Um, and, and that doesn't interrupt prescription. Sure. It's a minefield for the ordinary consumer to understand the yeah. difference and know what their rights are. Um, yeah. So it, up until... Uh, a summons is something which is signed as well. And so stamped, it is isn't it? Signature on there and then there needs to be a court stamp yes. on there. Yes, okay. Um, tell us about the recent case that you dealt with, uh, with a client who had actually immigrated and then got this demand. That's right. So it, it wasn't a huge amount. It was a thousand rand right. that was demanded by Vodacom, um, a Canadian who'd come to Cape Town to uh, live here, live and work here for five years, had, had opened a Vodacom account. Um, at the end of his period, he knew that he was um, uh, returning home to Canada, mm. closed the account, and he told me as far as he knew, he had paid up the account. He'd gone into the Vodacom uh, office and had said, I'm closing the account. This is the, the end of the road now. How about it? Then uh, he gets an email on a on a Gmail account that, that was still the same as the one he'd used in, in South Africa oh, right. saying, um, uh, we are so-and-so attorneys, um, we act for Vodacom and you owe our client roughly a thousand, just, just over a thousand rand, pay immediately or face the legal consequences. <laughs> he emails that to me. Did he have, sorry, Trudy, did he have proof of settling the account? Probably not if you said he remembers, but he's not sure. It was five years back. Oh, yeah, so see, this is the so thing. No, yeah, no. Yeah. And he'd immigrated um, and all the rest. Yes, um, but he's an old friend of mine, so I, I, I trust what he says. Mm. Um, nevertheless, one has to obviously prove your case. So sure. um, immediately upon getting this email, and, he, and, and I try and work out how many years ago did he, did he leave, and it's five years, <sighs> my blood pressure rises because that's more than three years ago. Of and this is the first demand. Um, the reason that I'm fed up about it is that um, in terms of the National Credit Act, which you referred, uh, if I can circle back to your question. Yes, because that stage. gave consumers more rights from March of 2016, exactly. didn't it? Yes. Yes. So the, so the old common law position that we had was if a date is prescribed, well, the judge won't look at that aspect unless the, the data, the knew about says, it. No, no, my, my data is prescribed. Yes. Honor, uh, please. Um, then, okay, 
then he says, no, no, wait, you can't, we can't continue um, if the debt is prescribed. What a curious thing. So the debtor had to, it's always fascinated me, the debtor had to know about prescription and know to use it as a defense. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't know, sorry for them, they, they yes. started paying or they admitted it and, and then, then you had to carry on paying until it was done. But then March 16, 2016, something happened. So. And it's a huge difference in our law. The National Credit Act comes uh, and, and makes it illegal for a creditor to collect any prescribed debt from one. Um, so if you, um, in, in the situation that happened with my client, that is fully illegal. And mm. those lawyers who wrote the letter know it, they uh, do know know it, it completely well. That yes. is completely unethical. So my, that, hence the blood pressure. Yes. <laughs> Mine would have as well. Yeah. But it still happens on quite a wide scale. Um, yes. I've had cases, Trudy, I don't know if you've ever heard of, of, of one of these. I've had, I've had several, which is very shady indeed, where the, um, the debt collectors or the attorneys doing the debt collecting actually make a payment, like a small payment that they purport to have come from the alleged debtor to cancel prescription. That is shocking. Isn't it just? I've had a few. Um, So this is, it's it's an area that endlessly fascinates me. So I'm so pleased to see you highlighted in your recent newsletter and give me the idea to chat about it tonight with you. Um, So what would you, what would your advice be to someone who gets this, either an SMS or a call from a debt collector or a firm of attorneys about a debt that you know they can barely remember, um, mm. but that's most definitely more than three years old, that they've defaulted more than three years ago and haven't made another payment. What? How should they respond to, to that demand? You need demand? to speak up and say, this debt has prescribed. <laughs> okay. Use those words. Yes, yes. I think that's pretty much what you need to do. You need to say, it's been more than three years the debt has prescribed. Um, you can also say the debt has lapsed if that's, uh, okay. that's more, more natural for you. Um, you can say the debt isn't due because it's lapsed or it's prescribed. Um, it's not payable. Use words along those lines, but you need to put it on record and don't just don't just say have a phone it. Call. Yes, <laughs> put it in writing. Right. Um, and if and if there's not an immediate acknowledgement uh, letting you off the hook in right. terms of payment of that debt, then you need to say, and it's illegal for you in terms of the National <laughs> Credit Act to, yes. um, to, to, to even attempt to collect this debt from me, and I'm going to report you. So if it's a, if it's a law firm uh, sending you the letter, you report them to the um, Legal Practice Council. That's our professional body. That used to be um, the, law, the Law Society. The old Law Society. Yes. You can still say Law Society, the message will get across. Right. <laughs> and it's a simple matter to re- to report uh, attorneys to the law society it doesn't yes. cost you money you can send an email um and, and that should uh, bring them back into their ethical line okay <laughs> um, back in their box if it's a debt collector then you can also report them to their association uh, so, council for debt collectors so here's a, a question i think a very important last question trudy what if somebody listening to the show did give in to pressure? They didn't understand the the uh, the protection of the Prescription Act and the National Credit Act, and they're now busy paying um, a prescribed debt. 
um, and most cases they wouldn't have they wouldn't have been given the benefit of a statement from the collectors, and so they don't even know for how long they're going to be making payment. Can they then go back to that company um, and and if if they said their yes and started paying post March of 2016, can they say? You should. You didn't have a legal right to to ask me uh, to demand payment of that already prescribed debt, and um, and therefore not making any further payment. Is that something that is advisable for them to do, or they are now stuck and have to keep paying? It depends on whether it's in the common law or whether the, it falls under the National Credit Act. But al- almost all debts fall under the National Credit Act, broadly speaking. Okay. Um, so your chances are pretty good of having success by going back and saying, Oi, I'm paying a prescribed debt. This is, re- this is my last payment. Claim any. Um, there are one or two little exceptions where they are nevertheless. We spoke about home loans, money, yes, yes, stars, um, a, a non arms length loan where you 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 know borrowed some money from family or um, a few other situations that don't fall within the um, uh, the ambit of the National Credit Act. But I'd say ninety percent of of cases that consumers are are going to encounter, they can go back and say the state has prescribed you were never entitled to to start claiming it from me. Give me something in writing to acknowledge that, and and that's That's also the end of the road for this. Brilliant, thank you, fantastic advice. Thank you so much for your time and your uh, sage advice tonight, Trudy. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Wendy. Take care. You too. Bye bye.